Welcome to Dad Shift, a podcast where we're seeking to shift from a worldly focus to a godly purpose. In this episode, we talk about thriving and what is the difference between surviving and thriving. I hope you're encouraged. Welcome back. I hope you've had a good week. Today, I want to think about thriving. What is the difference between surviving and thriving? I'm sure there are many of you who, if you're like me, you go through life and there are circumstances that come up and there are seasons that uh, you might just feel like you're in a rut and you just, you're just scraping to get by. You might feel like you're barely surviving. But Jesus says in John chapter 10 that he has come that we might have life and life more abundantly. And so really, I, w- I want us to think about this idea of thriving, of, of flourishing, of, of living in a way that, that really is, is enjoying life to the fullest, not, not seeking pleasure to the fullest, uh, not seeking the best adventures, but, but really enjoying life, thriving in life, not feeling like you're just scraping by. And, and there's a couple things that I want us to think about that, that really puts uh, surviving and thriving kind of on, on separate ends of a spectrum. Uh, and I think one is, is thinking, thinking about seasons of life or, or circumstances of life that come up and then thinking about our normative practices of life. There are always going to be seasons of life, whether that is a newborn season uh, when, you, when your child is just born and you're, you're really just surviving trying to think of and figure out what, what what does it take to keep this child alive right you're just you're surviving you're in survival mode you're you're operating on lack of sleep you you don't know really what it means to be a parent yet and uh, the kid keeps crying and you you rock the baby and you feed the baby and you change the diaper and all all this is going on and you're just you're just surviving so, so there are seasons of life. Maybe it's the teen years of, of uh, learning, learning how to drive, and you are literally just trying to survive as you teach your daughter or your son how to drive. But then I want you to think about the normative practices of life, right? S- surviving and thriving, and I think thriving is taking the normative practices of life and making sure that we are pursuing Jesus with all that we have. Again, John, Jesus says in John chapter 10, I have come that you might have life and life more abundant. I think surviving, we, it, it's the incidentals of life. It's the, the things that just come up that we can't control as, a plan to, as opposed to the intentional realities of life. Intentional moments, the intentionality of of setting aside time with family and setting aside time to, to set our priorities right. Another juxtaposition that is for surviving and thriving is, is scrambling and planned. When we're scrambling, uh, th- things are not going according to, to plan. Uh, if you've ever played golf, the scorecard uh, might look very different or might not tell quite the, the full story of how you played. Um, you know, you might tee off and it goes into the rough or in, into the woods and then you punch out and you get into an opening and then you, you, you pitch it onto the green and then 
and then you have to make a 12 foot putt for par and you're you the score set car said par but you are stressed the whole way um scrambling as opposed to going according to plan and and today i want to look at a few verses that, that kind of help us understand what what this idea is uh, before we get there a couple thoughts about surviving it, it's kind of just going through the motions you might find yourself just kind of waking up feeling like you've punched in and Punch, you're punching a time clock almost, and you're just kind of going through the motions of life, going through the cycle, and then you get off work, and you go home, and you go through the motions of your home life, and you feed the kids, and you get them to bed, and then you're like, oh, finally, I get to relax for a minute, and then it, then you go to sleep, and then you have to do the whole thing over again. When we're surviving, it's often a mindset of negativity, thinking of uh, of the negatives of life and allowing the the world and the the circumstances to kind of get us down it's often a mindset focused on self you know we're we're looking forward to what i want to do we're looking forward to the next thing for me and uh, we're living for the weekend because uh, because we're just everything is an obstacle and we're trying to overcome so that we can have this moment of of peace or pleasure in our life Whereas thriving is more of the opposite. It's enjoying life. It's this overwhelming peace that comes about us regardless of the circumstances. It's having, it's having a healthy mindset, uh, whether that's mental, physical, or spiritual. It's, it's putting our priorities right. It's, it's this attitude of gratefulness. It's looking at, looking at our day and seeing the purpose in which God has put us there. Let me read a passage to you that comes in James chapter 1. And in James chapter 1, there's a few verses, starting in verse 9, it says this. And I just want you to see the kind of the juxtaposition or the, the two opposite sides of, of reality almost. Verse 9 says, let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation. Let the rich in his humiliation. Because like a flower of the grass, he will pass away. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the grass, its flowers fall. And its beauty perishes. So also will the rich man fade away into the midst of his pursuits. Here's where the shift comes, though. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil. And he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. And I just want you to see this passage because I, I think it talks it I think it's alluding to this idea of thriving versus surviving. You know, the lowly brother, his circumstances is low. He, he is, 
not not necessarily the the upper class of society, and yet he can boast because God brings him up, not not circumstantially, but but he brings him into the kingdom of heaven. And the rich man can boast in his humiliation, not because he's boasting in uh, his bankruptcy or anything, but he's boasting in the fact that he is not enough. He is insufficient. He cannot come to Christ, but he boasts in his humiliation because he recognizes that his life is not enough. He recognizes his need for a Savior. He recognizes that his life is like a flower of of the field, that it will pass away. Verse 12, it says, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. It's regardless of our circumstances of our, in our life. It's regardless of what's going on. It, it is us pursuing Christ and remaining steadfast. That's why James can say, count it all joy, my brothers, when you face trials of various kinds. Because the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. It, it's this it's this mindset of, of, of Christ is in control. Jesus is all. God is sovereign. So regardless of my circumstance, I'm going to pursue Jesus first and foremost. This is, this is the, the mindset of, of, a, of a man who's thriving. In Psalm chapter 1, we see this same uh, kind of contrasting idea between the, the wicked man and the righteous man. The, the man who is suffering and uh, going to face judgment and the one who is going to succeed and flourish. Psalm chapter 1 is kind of a summary psalm of the whole book. It kind of juxtaposes uh, these two ideas of, of the wicked and the righteous. And it says this, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but... This is the man who's, who's blessed. Blessed is the man who, whose delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and his leaf does not wither. In all he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so. They are like the chaff and the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. What does it look like for you to thrive? What does it look like for you to to pursue Jesus with all that you have? If Jesus is saying that, that a life lived for him is a life abundant, what does that look like? And then another question would be, how, how do you, if you find yourself in this attitude of survival, if you find yourself in this rut of punching in, punching, punching the clock in and punching the clock out and kind of just going through the motions of life, how do you get yourself out of that? Way of getting ourselves out of that is just turning to the Lord in prayer and asking, God, help, help me, help me be grateful today. Help me see your hand move and and guide me today. Help me to not be pessimistic, but help me to to see your hand of guidance in my life. Psalm 100 says, verse, verse 5 says, For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. 
There, there's constantly reason to to rejoice. There's constantly reason to to think about the the good the goodness of God. This this podcast is called Dad Shift, shifting from a worldly focus to a godly purpose. I think thriving in life is remembering that purpose that God has given us. As a Christian, he's given us the, the purpose of glorifying him, of living this life not for our own pursuits, living this life for his pursuits, for his desires, for his will, spreading his love and his kingdom. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 28 says, Whoever trusts in his riches will fall but the righteous will flourish like a green leaf. Again, this word of flourishing, thriving, the righteous, the one who is doing the will of the Father, the one who is living for Christ. This is what it means to thrive. So as we go about our day, as we go about our week, I want you to think about these four questions because these four questions I think are, are vital to the, the, the life of our family. And it all revolves around you, men. It all revolves around the dad. Because the dad is the spiritual leader of the home. The dad is the leader of the home. So, so the, the way that you go, the way that your family goes. So number one, how do you personally thrive? And it's not about how many times you get to the gym or how many rounds of golf you play a week. It's it's how are you thriving in Christ? How are you living for Jesus? How are you fulfilling the purpose that God has given you? And then number two, how do you thrive as a husband and wife? How do you bring your wife along in the journey with you to thrive with you? Because men, if you are thriving, but your wife is surviving, I promise you, you are not thriving as you think. We have to make sure that we can bring, we bring our wife along with us so that she is thriving. Number three, how do you thrive as a father? How do you pour into your children? How do you disciple them towards Christ? How do you point them to Jesus so that they know their purpose in life? that they know their identity and who that God calls them to be. And then fourth, how do you thrive as a family? Together, as a unit, a family unit, how do you thrive? How do you run to Jesus? And I close with this verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. Paul writes and he says, Do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one receives the prize, so run that you may obtain it? Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we do it for an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. So men, I want you to run the race to win the prize. Keep God's purpose in your heart for your life at the front of your mind to live for his kingdom, for his glory and to love your families well and to lead them well. See you next time. 
Do you have questions about the dad life or how to disciple your kids? Please reach out and email me at justinh at centralchurch.com. We'll have new episodes each week, and your comments, reviews, and emails will help us continue to put out content that helps dads shift from a worldly focus to a godly purpose. Also, make sure to subscribe to Dad Shift to get each week's episode. Finally, if you know a dad who needs to hear this podcast, please consider sharing it with them. Until next time.